People think that as soon as you judge, you're going to be mean. You're going to put someone down. Mm. And again, if that's what your desired outcome out of judging is, don't do it. But if your frame of reference is I'm going to judge someone in order to figure out what is effective or not effective for me living the kind of life I want, it's a great thing to do. It's a very effective thing to do. Welcome to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. How to build the emotional fortitude to win in life and in business. No fluff, just real-world results. I'm your host, Ida Marmorani, ex-Israeli Special Forces, former undercover agent, jiu-jitsu black belt, and mindset expert. You shouldn't judge people. Well, why not? Who came up with all this PC nonsense that you shouldn't judge? And while I get that this is a controversial thing, I have never really found someone to break my chain of logic when it comes to this concept of judging people. And I think it's a rational thing why you should judge. And we're going to explain why. We're going to also explain what the outcome is if you don't judge people, what are the downsides of that, and why there's actually no real risk to you, to other people, or whatever it may be. So first off this, if this subject triggers you immediately, chill out, relax a little bit. Okay, listen to the whole podcast and understand it. We're not saying be negative to people. We're just going to explain why judging people can have a really big effective impact on your quality of life, your business, and so on. And really, we're going to answer three main questions throughout this pod. First, is you judging someone actually hurting anyone, whether them or you? Two, is you not judging actually helping anyone? Again, either you or them. And finally, what are the consequences of not judging and why people actually avoid it? Not just because it's nice. But what do they actually avoid doing this thing? So we're going to kick things off. First off, I want to say welcome, Alex. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Edema. Cool. So first off, before we get started, any thoughts on the subject, man? We talked a little about this at the event, but I'm curious to hear if you have any initial thoughts about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a big subject. Like it's, uh, it invokes uh, an uncomfortable feeling. Um, and I'm interested to, to getting into the, to the details as to why it, it uh, invokes that uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. I've got some of my suspicions, but um, yeah, you're really interested to hear your perspectives on this. Awesome. All right, so first off, I'd actually like to hear, why do you think it invokes such an uncomfortable feeling? I think it invokes an uncomfortable feeling because it, um, it's like casting a mirror onto ourselves, you know? And so it's, if I'm judging somebody else, um, how are they judging me? And I think that most people have probably had situations where they have, in their mind, been unfairly or inaccurately judged. Uh, and yeah, it has a lot of, um, you know, it might, it might just date back to indoctrination of, you know, good and bad. And uh, there could be a lot of cultural, religious reasons why that word of judgment uh, carries pretty heavy gravity to it. Yeah, very well said. I think also what's the interesting thing you said there is it invokes a feeling. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, I've rarely heard somebody say you shouldn't judge people because rationally and logically, this is not a productive use of your time. It's ineffective and so on and so on. People mm. just say it feels uncomfortable. Like you see little people like recoil into themselves and they feel mm. so uncomfortable. And mm. what I want to say is that there is those feelings, but that doesn't mean that those feelings are facts and what we should follow. And I want to break down why today. Cool. 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 All right. So first let's break it down. Is you judging someone hurting anyone? Okay. So like, again, there's all this notion like you shouldn't judge or it's bad to judge. And I try to understand like why that is. And I think people think you shouldn't do that because it's me, right? Yeah, now, makes sense. I think it all comes down to intentions. And this is the part a lot of people miss out. They don't go further than that. So 
if you're judging someone in order to put them down, to dehumanize them, to be cruel to them, to obliterate them, or act as an anchor to feel better about yourself in relation to them, that's a very, very ineffective use of your time. Like, that doesn't help anyone. But if you're judging them with the purpose of having a frame of which to reference like what actions they're taking and is it effective in getting them the life that you say, I want this life or I want that life, is it actually getting them the result? Just being able to see it as data points, I think that's phenomenal. And like people don't get that. You can judge a person negatively for their behavior and still have compassion for them as a person. You can think and say like, this is wrong and I don't agree with it and it's not effective towards me living my values, the life that I want, while still having an understanding for where they come from and not having to be mean to them or a jerk in any which way. Like the definition of judge is to form an opinion or conclusion about it. It's not to treat poorly. And I think that's where there's such a disconnect. It's like you're allowed to form, a to form an opinion, make a decision, and not treat someone poorly. And I think people like, don't like to accept that for whatever reason. Do you think the challenge there is the separation of what's, what's actually being judged? So what do you mean I, by that? My understanding of what you said before was that making a judgment on someone carries this um, sort of all-encompassing judgment on them as a, as a person rather than contextualizing that judgment um, relevant to, to the thing. So I could say, hey, this doctor might have um, a totally different worldview to me and I disagree with everything they, they agree with politically, whatever, but they're the best doctor to be treating my potential, my, my, my medical issue at the time or whatever. So in the context of being the best doctor, their political views or anything else has no relevance. So separating the criteria of what we're judging. Yeah, I think that's very valid. Like if you're looking for a doctor, like the way I look at it is like I try to judge in generality. Like is the person here, again, we all have, we should have our predefined sets of ethics and values and what we deem as important, like our priorities in life, right? So I can simply judge like, is this person on a whole acting in alignment with what I would want? Do I judge that? And like, then do I want to emulate their behavior? If I'm just using that as a frame of reference, like to learn from somebody, mm -hmm. for example, like in, let's say martial arts and jujitsu, if I can look at a black belt and I can see what he's doing and I'm a white belt and I say, oh, I judge that to be very effective. I should do that. If I want to be a black belt, great. If I'm not interested in that, then I should judge them because that's an inefficient use of time. He's just rolling on the mat with other guys. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's just, what do I want in life? And then is the behavior this person exhibiting, do I want to emulate that? Is that good or bad? Is that effective or ineffective, basically, towards me getting what I want? I shouldn't say good or bad, but it's not that. It's not good or bad. It's just, is it effective towards me mm. getting what I want out of life? Or is it ineffective? Mm. Like, for example, when I go places and I see, let's say, the waiter, just like in a restaurant, all they're doing is just on their TikTok all day. And like, I, that's very ineffective. I judge that as a very ineffective behavior if they want to live a better life. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean I should be cruel to them or not pleasant or not tip them or whatever it may be? Absolutely not. That's your choice. But I'm also very comfortable saying like, I judge this behavior and I judge how this person is conducting themselves as ineffective if they want to have a better life. They want to mm -hmm. like, and again, a better life, it's all subjective. I get that, but a better life through what I consider a better life. Got it. What do you think that about that? Those words are helpful. Um, the effective versus ineffective. So I could look at a, a task or the context, like the doctor or the jujitsu was a great example. That jujitsu practitioner might be great to learn from. So you might say this is a very effective knowledge transfer. 
but you're not necessarily making a judgment of them as a person because they might still be a terrible person and great at jiu-jitsu. Um, yep. So they're effective at teaching jiu-jitsu. The judgment can be contextualized there, but they might also be, um, you know, their, their values or you know, their, their moral code might be something which you don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. And I think it's perfectly fine to judge them, to say, like, I actually, like, I think this person is a bad person and he's a really good jiu-jitsu instructor or he's mm -hmm. a really good doctor. Mm. It's like we've all seen that also in business where we find someone who's, let's call it, morally bankrupt, but they're mm. financially successful and we can still learn things from them. Mm. But I can judge this person and be like, on a general level, I don't want to be in his shoes. I don't want to be that person. I would love to have some of his business acumen, so that I should learn from. But in general, person, like I judge this person as someone who I don't want to emulate. And that's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get data points for this so I can learn. I can better, like, I can better myself. Yeah. Yeah, that helps. Like, like, I used to work for a billionaire. I used to be his head of security. I absolutely judged him. I thought he had a horrible relationship with his children. He had a horrible relationship with let's call it his ex-wife and his current wife. He was a miserable, miserable human being. Like, I'd rarely see him smile or being able to enjoy himself. With that said, like, of course, I can learn a lot from him on how to make money if I want to do it in that way, which he did. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I can judge and say, like, this is not for me. I'm not interested. I think this is a bad way to live a life. Now, with that, it doesn't mean that I need to be cruel. Have you had your judgment change over time? There's a new perspective that's found or a new insight that's gained relevant to a particular relationship and then your judgment changes? It's interesting. Like my initial reaction to that is that my judgment hasn't changed. My, my ability to be compassion has. I think when I was younger, um, it would literally be that if I judge someone like as ineffective, let's call it, mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, they're out of my life, done. It's like, this is not someone I want to interact with. I didn't have compassion was it's called like a learned skill that I had to develop. And for me, I think that was a bigger thing to be able to actually like judge someone like always just like from a very dry mechanical perspective. But then also if I judge it negatively, that this is not something I'm interested in emulating their values or whatever it may be, I can still have compassion and understanding for where they come from. That to me, I think was my bigger change. But has that happened to you? It has happened to me. Um, and thinking through it, I think that what was probably happening at the time is my judgment was through a lens of what I was looking for at the time. So at times in my life where I was a lot more aspirationally, a lot more aspirational when it came to finance or business, um, I only valued people who I saw as sort of above me, better than me, achieving more than me. Um, and I, I probably cast some judgment on people in a very, very narrow scope. Is this person teaching me things? Are they sort of uh, of value to me in terms of my ascension? And if not, I, I, I put a, maybe it was just clunky judgment on my behalf, but it was sort of like, they're not, they're not important, they're not relevant to me. So uh, my judgment was of no value, but I wasn't looking at their ability to nurture their community, their ability to be a great father, husband, etc. It was a very, very narrow band of perspective that I was looking for. Yeah, like, to be honest, I, I don't find too much fault in that. We were saying, like, again, like, if you were saying I judged them poorly and then I also acted like a schmuck to them, that's one thing. Mm. But if you're saying, you know, like I just judge them as someone who I'm not interested in like connecting with or learning from right now, 
So I made that judgment call and then I just like, they did them and I did me and there was never any animosity there or friction. Yeah. I think that's perfectly fine. That, yeah. To hear, to hear you elaborate on that. I don't believe in those situations. I was being a schmuck, schmuck to them. So I can yeah. sort of give myself a bit of a pastor. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so there's nothing wrong with that. So what if you judge? Yeah. You made a judgment call saying, this is where I want to get to in life. This is what's important for me right now. And like these people don't fit that. Like if someone's a recovering narcotic, he should probably judge the fact that other narcotics are not the people he should be hanging out with. That's not going mm -hmm. to help him. If your if your judgment hasn't changed, but your compassion, your ability to deploy or, or have a sense of compassion has improved. What do you make of like the, the wartime leader versus peacetime leader sort of avatars? And that the obviously the environment, the situation might depend on one person having more or less value to the community based on on the environment at the time. What do you mean by that? I'm not sure I'm following. I have a different perspective of wartime versus peacetime leader. Sure, sure. So uh, there's a there's a there's a person in our tribe. Um, they're uh, bloodthirsty, savage that you don't want around um, the kids or wife. Mm. But if the marauding tribe comes over the hill. That's, that's the guy we want to get behind. Yeah. Um, so I really value that person in, you know, a serious situation, but in time of peace, I want the networker, the collaborator, the leader, the uplifter. I want a different personality type, um, in a, in a different external environment. Yeah. So you're saying, what are my thoughts on this or what's the question? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess what, what are your thoughts in terms of casting judgment on the individual in relevance to the environment? It's a really good question. Um, so I would like the word that immediately comes to mind is utility. So again, if you're saying you're in a heinous war situation, you'd probably need more of the wartime guys. If you're in a peacetime situation, that's where you need more. And that's why personnel also change. Like there's, I've seen this in the military, like actually just like on a macro level in the country. There's some officers that do a phenomenal time during wartime. And some officers do a phenomenal job at creating a new unit and training people up, but actually operating in the war and actually navigating that, it's not their specialty. But again, like, it doesn't judge negatively, it's just effectiveness. Are they effective here? They're not effective there. That's, that's a brilliant filter. Like the, the words that you use, utility, effective, ineffective, that's the great filter from my understanding that between judgment and the individual. Yeah. It's like, yeah. to put it this way, like how you're saying it feels uncomfortable, saying is something good or bad that that feels very like judgy like bad mm. like that that's not a nice thing to do but saying is something effective or ineffective is this of utility or is this not is this a data point that i want to consider or not that doesn't feel like something that's a rational idea and i think that's the big thing it's like we're allowed to judge ideas mm. we're allowed to judge beliefs we're encouraged to judge if our own behaviors are helping us or not but we can't look at other people. That's not allowed. That's me. Mm. And I think that comes because most people think if I judge somebody else, that means I have to actually act like a schmuck to them. I have to put them down if I think mm. negatively. But what if I can say, I think their behaviors are ineffective. Therefore, I think it's a negative action towards what I want. So therefore, I'm going to judge that's not for me. Mm. And the more I collect those data points, the clearer I can be about my thought process and what I want to do. And the more I can drive towards my goals without having to put them down. What I'm taking from this is that it, 
I feel that uh, in a lot of my interpersonal interactions or where I can see some missteps in the past is unsophisticated judgment, is not being clear about what it is I'm judging. Mm. What do you mean by that? So in the case of uh, the waiter, um, the, the wartime peacetime leaders, if I simply say, here's my perspective, and it's going through to the, to the individual, there's no filter, there's no lens, then it seems clunky, it seems awkward. How, how am I making a judgment on this person? But if I put it through the filter of, is this person effective at digging holes compared to this person? It's like, well, how many holes were dug in an hour? This person's a better hole digger. Anytime I put something in between the judgment and the individual, effective or ineffective, what utility are they serving? That's where the judgment, I think, becomes very easy because we are actually making that distinction or that discernment in our day-to-day lives all the time. Yeah, I think something also very interesting that like, I'm hearing from you is on a, print, on a general level, when we're actually not clear about our priorities, we're not, we can't actually verbalize them. It's not that level of clarity. Mm-hmm. And someone is misaligned with what we're doing. It doesn't feel nice because something feels off. But because we can't explain why, we just get a feeling. And that feeling of off, we end up sometimes projecting it onto them. Mm. And I think, honestly, when I look back, I learned to be more compassionate when I actually was clear on what I deemed important and not. So when people went against it, it wasn't like, oh, he's just a loser. He doesn't get it or whatever it may be. It was like, oh, he wants different things in life probably. He's maybe not aware of it, but he probably wants different life, different things in life. The actions he's taking are very ineffective towards what I want in life but they're probably effective towards what he wants in life. If that's his current phase or whatever it may be. So it didn't create any internal animosity or angst inside me. I was like, okay, just judging from what I want to get to, this would be an ineffective behavior. And also like if this person is constantly behaving in an ineffective manner, and I know people's behaviors rub off on each other, I don't want to associate with this person. It's just Mm. not going to be a positive interaction. Mm. It's not going to be effective in getting me towards what I want. Now, that doesn't mean that I have to be mean to them or have to purposely shun them or be very like cold and demeaning them, which I probably was in my younger days. I shouldn't say probably. I was in my younger days. I had that reputation that I would really like cut people with my words. And that's what I think why it was. Like I wasn't really clear on myself, so I didn't have that internal piece to just say, this is not effective. I'm not interested. Hearing you add this context and nuance of um, how, to dis- how you deploy judgment is really, really helpful. Uh, thinking back to the elite event, I could feel the temperature of the room change when you were saying, you know, I feel that I'm better than a person because I think that we didn't have a sophisticated way yeah. of, of understanding where that judgment's coming from. And so it seems like a very polarizing, awkward thing of, of judgment. But if you said, is this person effective at dot, 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 that seems a lot more logical, not, yeah. not a subjective label that I'm placing on someone. Yeah, yeah really I think the way I said that, this is like what, uh, so to, for context, the elite event, we, we had a round question, a round table of questions. And I think it was, uh, Ant was one of the guys who just said he was, uh, not comfortable saying he's better than other people. And I asked him why. And he was like, I don't think it's okay. And I was like, okay, ask me if I'm comfortable, if I'm better than other people. And he just I looked at me and he's like, you don't want really to think you're better than other people. And I was like, of course. And it's like, I think I choose, I make the effort to be. Like I have clarified my values and then I make the effort to live. I think most people don't do that. And I think that's what I'm better at, like playing this game of life at a more intentional level. Mm. 
And I think some people are a lot better than me at other things. Like probably a lot people are a lot better than me at relaxing and unwinding or just like chilling out. But I think at a grand level, like as far as somebody clarifies what they want in life and then they pursue it and they have the discipline to pursue it, I think I am playing that at a better level than most people. Mm, great. And I, this is something actually I want to get into part two of the podcast. So I don't want to dig into too much. Sure. But sure. like I think clarifying that it's okay to judge and that it's not harmful that's what gives you the leeway to actually do that like you said and i think we we all judge all the time maybe we're just not aware of it yep we just don't want to own it i think that's a big part mm. of it like we don't want to own it because again like judging is culturally seen as like you shouldn't judge like we've all heard that like oh you shouldn't judge people it's like why not why not like rationally why not well because it's mean okay why is it mean Again, like you don't have to treat someone poorly. You can just judge, you can form an opinion or a conclusion about them. It doesn't mean that you need to treat them poorly. Those two are not one in the same. It's not a chain that can't be broken. You can say, okay, I can judge someone. I can form an opinion. I can say this person is not for me. The way they're behaving is not for me. I don't want to deal with my life. And I can still be cordial to them. It doesn't mean that I have to put them down in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really interesting. Yeah. For me, there's a, I want to read a, a saying that I remember like hit home for me was that everyone is fighting a battle you have no idea about. Yeah. One of my mentors told me that once when I was really like starting to learn this whole like compassion thing. And I think that's true. And that's absolutely true. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't judge what behaviors you agree or disagree with. Like being compassionate for me, I don't think it means that you should just accept everything. I think that's PC nonsense. And it's not a way to live an intentional life. It's just Great. an easy route to say like, oh, everyone's okay. Everyone's special. It's like, yes, everyone's fighting a battle, but you can still like figure out, okay, is this good for me or not? And I can do mm -hmm. that without any kind of negativity towards them. And I think that's the real goal. And what do you think stands behind that? Like our ability to actually see that clearly? Is it we're still worried about other people like transferring judgment back to us? It's a good question. I think that's probably one thing. Maybe that's my blind spot because I was less concerned about that uh, mm -hmm. growing up. Um, but I think it's very plausible. It's like basically like we don't want to get judged, so we avoid doing it. It's like saying like I'm not, I don't see it. Like you know, covering your eyes, like I don't, mm -hmm. I don't see it. It doesn't exist. Nobody's mm -hmm. judging anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's very plausible. Like for for me on a personal level, it was just that when I wasn't clear on what I wanted out of life and I saw people that I couldn't explain why, but I knew that they were doing other things. Like it, it created an agitation in me. Like that maybe my philosophies are wrong and someone's like prodding at it. You know what I mean? And again, I didn't know this on a conscious level, but I, I would get agitated by people. I, was judging. I would get this, like, I wouldn't judge them and then just be like dismissive. I would get this kind of, of anger almost like an aggression in me because I felt like I had to fight. And like, for me, that was it. But what do you think it was for you, man? I think it was a, at, at a certain stage of my own personal evolution, I was looking back at a person who I was, say, a decade earlier and looking back at that person with a, a sense of internal resentment. I didn't like mm. that version of myself. I didn't like the lack of ambition. I didn't like the, la the lack of confidence. 
drive um, decision making, um, how I'll structure my time, et cetera, et cetera. And so when I saw those characteristics appearing in other people, I probably had a disproportionate judgment on them because it was actually something internal about me that I didn't like. And when I saw it manifesting in other people, I was like, oh, I know what this looks like and I'm trying to get as far away from that as possible. So um, I'm going to be a little bit quick to, to make a judgment here. Um, but understanding that it doesn't have to be a negative. It, the judgment can simply just be uh, choosing to let someone into, into proximity or, or choosing how much influence they hold over you uh, as opposed to, because I just feel like there's so much negative negativity behind that word judgment. The words that you use are yeah. effective, ineffective, or just how much utility they provide. It's so much cleaner for me to understand than the word judgment. Yeah, but I, I think you said something so insightful though. Like honestly, like when you said that, I was like, oh, okay, this is actually what's going on with me as well. And it's like, I used to, to have like this fear of being weak because I was once weak in the military and I had that like failure story that I didn't like. And whenever someone around me was weak, I would judge them very harshly and I would be mean to them when I was younger. And I think it was because it poked an insecurity of mine. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think really once I was able to kind of move past that, that's when I enabled like those people, they didn't immediately cause me to get emotionally volatile because it was poking my own stuff. Mm. And therefore I was able to just logically assess it. I think for me, maybe that was the threshold that once I figured out more of my insecurities and like seeing other people didn't poke me on an emotional level like that, yeah. then it could actually be rational and say, okay, is this actually effective, not effective. And that's it. And not viewed from that like really heightened emotional perspective. I think it's such a good point that you brought, man. I've got a follow-up question, but I don't I want to be careful. I don't uh, uh, go for tap it. On the, on the next next go so for agenda it. is is if you look at like a really sensational example of that judgment. So it's like the hillbilly wearing the um, whatever flag draped across them with a with a big sign saying you know no to gay marriage or you're burning the in hell for eternity, someone who's very outwardly judgmental of maybe a group that's got nothing to do with them. So like the, the cowboy rancher who's against gay marriage, that degree of judgment, do you think that that's a similar thing that's going on is when you look at that person, so what's going on with you? Like, why are you taking time out of your Saturday, travel yeah. across town and pick it against gay marriage? Like, is it really that big of a deal for you? Like, how much does this actually affect your world? Or is there something in, inside of you, which is this is prodding on, um, which is invoking this this behavior, this judgment? You mean inside of them? Yes. It could be. Like, it could be a lot of things. Like, people need purpose. You know what I mean? It's like, people just need a cause to rally around sometimes, to feel like they're smart or whatever it may be. It's like, Honestly, people have their own biases for whatever reason, their thought process. Like for me, when I see someone like that, I'm like, okay, someone's probably not educated themselves very much. Also doesn't actually have a purpose in life. So this is what they end up focusing on. And just judge it as someone like I don't want to emulate. And I want to understand like, why is he coming to these horrible life, in my opinion, horrible life decisions to go across town and pick it and do all these things when he's not actually going to make an impact. And the thing he's trying to make an impact is probably pretty stupid. Hmm. I think that's, like, that's just part, part of the value that you bring is having that very clinical way of actually seeing what the issue is 
and not cloud. So, you know, your, your challenge might've been having to enhance a sense of compassion for other people's as may, it's maybe coming from the other, other side of the spectrum and seeing things for what they actually are, not what they think they are yeah. or feel they are. Yeah. So let's kind of like to put it into a rational like framework. So first you have to get clear on what you want. If you're not clear on what you actually want, what the outcome is, it's like you, you don't have the ability to judge something if it's good, if it's effective or ineffective in getting you towards that. It's just like, oh, does this feel icky or does it not feel icky? Is this like culturally good or culturally bad? You have mm -hmm. no lens into which to judge something as effective as ineffective. That's mm -hmm. one. First, get clear on what you want. Two, it's like from what I experience in myself, and I haven't thought about this enough, but it could be very like true to all those you're saying about yourself. You need to first out figure out what are your emotional triggers that will cause anybody who you who doesn't make you feel good about yourself for you to go off the wall and not be able to assess it logically. You have to be at peace with that. Like mm -hmm. for me, it was like, okay, I'm not weak anymore. So when I see someone who's a bit weak or a bit slacking, I don't have to get so angry about this because I'm afraid they're showing like a mirror to my face, like how you said earlier. Mm -hmm. And if you get through that as well, then it's just really easy to say, okay, is this logically effective or ineffective? And I can judge this without having any kind of emotional reaction. Yeah. Like I Trying used to, to get, sense. I used to get so hard about when, like when I was a higher belt and lower belts would like, if somebody would quit in the middle of a round in jujitsu, man, like they would get it. Like at the gym, like they would get it. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, you know, like it doesn't mean because I, because the reality is I got so triggered because I saw my younger self in them and I really didn't like that. And I also wasn't able to disassociate my younger self from who I am today. And I, once I did that, then it's like, okay, that person just quit. I judge that as an ineffective behavior. It doesn't mean that I have to get emotionally riled up in any which way about this. It's just their decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's a sophisticated way of looking at it. Because using that practical example, I could also look at it, okay, it must be frustrating to, to roll with someone in jiu-jitsu and, and they, they quit early. Uh, but maybe from their perspective, simply coming to the gym today was a huge milestone, a huge achievement based on whatever is going on in their life. So simply turn up and hop on the mats was a huge, you're coming, you're coming at the, the practice from a different perspective. Yeah. But again, even like before that, like, where does it help me to judge that I can get emotional about something? How is that effective? Mm. Like the, the second question I wanted to bring up, what we talked about is, is you not judging? Or is you judging like helping anyone? Like you not judging in any which way, like it doesn't help them. It doesn't help you, but you judging actually can help you if you can do it through a logical framework mm. and I say, okay, I'm clear on what I want. This doesn't trigger me emotionally. I can just say, is this an action that I would like to emulate or not? And if I can do that, it can really benefit me to judge someone and how they're behaving. And I don't have to put them down in any which way. Now, if I yeah. haven't crossed that emotional threshold, that's when I can likely get triggered. And that's when I'll act in a way that later on I won't be proud of. That's a really important distinction is that the judgment doesn't have to, like judgment doesn't have an equal sign to some kind of negative behavior or you know, verbalization. Judgment can simply just be a decision that you choose to spend less time or you choose not to, to take on that business partner or whatever the context is. The judgment yeah. doesn't have to be something negative. It's, so let's put it this way. Again, like we're allowed to judge data. We're allowed to judge ideas. We're allowed to judge beliefs. 
what if a person is just a combination of all of those together? Mm -hmm. And again, we should, we can, and we should judge the person to see if it lines up with what we want. And at the same time, we can be compassionate and nice to them. Mm -hmm. The two don't have to contradict each other. And I think that's the thing. People think that as soon as you judge, you're going to be mean. You're going to put someone down. Mm. And again, if that's what, you go, what, your, uh, what your desired outcome out of judging is, don't do it. But if your frame of reference is I'm going to judge someone in order to figure out what is effective or not effective for me living the kind of life I want, it's a great thing to do. It's a very effective thing to do. And also you can say when you just look at it from that rational perspective, it's probably not going to make you have this emotional reaction where you're going to want to basically perhaps like spit out some emotional venom on somebody else. Mm. Like, like we talked about the example of the waiter and we talked about this at the event. Like I can see someone with their TikTok all day, not doing what they want. And then like, you know what? I bet you nobody ever talked to them the way I was talked to by some of like mentors in my life that explained to them how ineffective this is in getting towards where they want in life. And that's a shame for them. Absolutely recognize this is not a behavior I want to emulate. And also I have a lot of compassion for them mm. at the same time. Yeah. I can't help but think about uh, how unhelpful judgment is uh, in certain Like I'm having a, uh, imagining standing outside any busy downtown area at three o'clock on a Sunday morning when all the drunkards are sort of piling out of the bars and nightclubs. And to see the, the chest puffing sort of going on because someone said something about someone and just how much gravity judgment has at a surface level, but how it's completely ineffective, uh, completely unhelpful. Um, there's just so much um, wasted time and energy. Uh, but can I interject here? Please. They're all being very emotional about it. It's yes, an emotion. Like, are you judging me or are you looking at whatever it may be? No one there is thinking, okay, like, actually, like, how are these people behaving? Is this going to, like, be helpful for me? Is it not helpful for me? And that's it. That's yeah. the key difference. Like, when you can judge someone without being emotionally involved with it, that's when you can get an effective output out of it. Like, again, it's like, this is why it's not effective to judge someone and their behavior through this lens of, is it, are they good or are they bad? Hmm. Like, that's when we get emotional. But rather, if you just look at the lens of like, is what they're doing in life actually hurting them or helping them and live the kind of life that I would want, for example. And then I can judge if what they're doing is effective or ineffective. If it's something I want to emulate or if it's something actually I want to do the exact opposite. It's just data points. Mm. And if people don't give themselves permission to collect those data points because I'm not allowed to judge. You shouldn't judge. That's me. But again, I think that's nonsense. You can absolutely judge. You don't have to put someone down after you judge. And you can collect data points and clarify your thinking patterns. Mm. Like, I think it's crucial to judge. Otherwise, like, you're not going to think clearly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, separating the judgment from the emotion is, I think, what probably holds a lot of people back. It's just, I think it's a skill that you have that's uniquely yours, but it's certainly not common through my lived experience, uh, is yeah, looking at judgment without the emotional well, I, I think it's just the intention of it, really, that it comes, what it comes down to. I think most people have never been given, let's call it, like permission by the outside world to have the intention of to judge people in the sake of collecting data, collecting data, sorry, because if it's been told, you should judge people, period. Yeah. Like, again, if your intention is to put someone down, that you shouldn't do. If your intention is, I want to be a student of the world, and I want to view other people, and I want to see what they do, and then I want to judge, is this effective? 
in me doing what I want in life and getting towards I want, or is it ineffective? That's a great lens. You should absolutely yeah. judge if that's what you're trying to do. If that's your yeah. intention. Yeah. And if that's your intention to actually get more intentional about life and what's good, what's effective or not effective, then by not judging, you're really hurting yourself. And that's what I wanted to get to. Mm. It's like you not doing this, you're hurting yourself. You're denying yourself the ability to think clearly and to have a better frame of what helps you and what doesn't help you. I heard a clip the other day from uh, Andrew Tate, who's one of those characters that you know I'm sort of very much on the fence about some of the stuff he says I agree with, a lot I don't. Uh, regardless, the quote was, most people align to the idea that you are the sum of the five people closest to you. Most people can't get that to some extent. Mm -hmm. Yet most people are hanging around five losers. Yep. And so if we were able to deploy that judgment, and say, these are the things that I want in life. And these are the attributes, behaviors, the skills that I require. And I'm going to seek out or cultivate people that I have made a positive judgment about that either emulate those or are going to sort of drive me towards it, as opposed to Bob's a great guy and I've known him since high school. Yeah. I think first day of friend school, you just sat next to them on the bus. So that's what it is. I think like I... I agree with the, with the principle behind the statement. He's obviously just trying to deliver. Like, I know very little of Andrew Tate. I know who he is. Like, he's a very prolific dude. Da, da, da. Basically, what he's trying to say is like, that the, unless you're intentional about it, and it's just like the first person, like you said, you sat next to in class or whatever it may be, what's very probable is that those five people are not trying to get to the same place that you exactly are. So therefore, if you guys are all playing the same game to get to that place, they're going to be losing at it because that's not actually the game they're playing. They're playing a different game. Yeah. And again, that's where I think you can have compassion and say like, it's not that they're just losers, period. They have different interests in life. They're trying to do different things. So of course, you guys aren't going to align. Mm -hmm. Like their interest and their what actions are, are going to be ineffective towards getting where you want to go because they want to go to a different place. And it's just like a way of thinking about it. Like you're, you are going to be the sum of the five people that, that there is that definitely like rub on our mm. personalities. So if you're going with people who have very different intentions and very different ways to actually act about it, their intentions, then yes, you're going to lose this game of trying to get to where you want to go. But again, like you don't have to be mean about it and treat them like they're losers and be mean to them or whatever it may be. Mm. Okay, this is not for me. I'm, I'm going through that right now and auditing my circles and saying, is everyone who's in this, you know, closest hemisphere, um, something, someone that I actually want to need in order to level up my life? And unfortunately, the, the answer on quite a few of those relationships is no. I, I can still have the compassion. I can still say, you know, they're a nice person, but my judgment in terms of what I'm gaining from this relationship is that this person is not helpful. In fact, in fact, they're actually holding me back. Um, that's been really, really apparent to me, you know, by, by doing uh, the arena and now an elite, being around other people who want to grow, have challenging conversations, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's opened my eyes that I need to do, you know, an ongoing process of auditing the people closest to me through that lens of effective or ineffective or what, what utility does this person play in my life in terms of moving things forwards, as opposed to just a, an unbreakable bond of loyalty um, and proximity because of you know, some shared history. Yeah, and I think it's such, a, it's such a valuable thing to do. 
And also what I want to add on to that, because people are probably going to be listening to this and say like, well, you guys are only focused on external results. So this person of utility to help me like build a bigger business or whatever. And that's absolutely not true. Like there are people in my life that I just want to have because I, I would like to emulate their level of kindness mm. and their level of thoughtfulness to others. Like, I think that's so valuable. Yeah. But again, like someone who's, I can judge them as having a very ineffective life. Like, I don't like how they're doing. I don't like how they're living because I think they're a selfish individual. Even if they're really successful in business, I don't want that for myself. I can judge that too. It's not just about the external things. And I think that's really important to say. You should also judge people on their ethics and their values, all that kind of jazz as well. Say, is this for me or is it not? In, in your inner circle, do you have any contrasting characters to people that in their own ways add value to your life? You, you deeply value those relationships, but they're on a, on a sort of balance sheet. They're polar opposites of each other, whether it's personality, skill sets, et cetera. Polar opposites, I'm not sure. Um, I, there's definitely a lot of contrast. Uh, so like even me and, and my wife, we think very differently about a lot of things. We think very differently about certain goals that we have. What's important to her is not what's important to me and vice versa. And I recognize that she provides, she enriches my life so much and things would, would be blind spots of mine. Mm. And that's a giant reason why I value her so much. It's like she, without her, I would be blind to some things which are her strength and like, and things that are not out of the business, but even just like how to better enjoy the fruits of our labor, for example, mm -hmm. or how to be more present. Those are things that she's much more aware and better at than I am right now. And I because, really like, I think of this valuable. Because you've had that sophisticated approach to judgment as saying these attributes is assisting me because there's blind spots in my life and I can, I can learn from this and be a better version of myself because of this union with another person, as opposed to a very unsophisticated approach of judgment, which would be this person's not exactly the, the carbon copy of me, therefore they're bad. Beyond their, I think that, and I think beyond their bad, it's like, well, they're not the, con the carbon copy of me, so is something wrong with me? And I don't want to know that. That's, I think, a big thing. So like this, in preparing for this podcast, I just Googled why you shouldn't judge others. I was curious to see what would come up. And the first result, this is wild. The first result on Google, it says this, by constantly seeing the bad in others, we train our minds to find the bad. This can lead to an increase in stress. Stress can weaken the immune system and cause high blood pressure, fatigue, depression, anxiety, and even stroke. And I was like, that is the weakest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> that, <laughs> that if, if you can't accept that there's flaws in you, that you should work on and you don't want to have those exposed. It's like, go play in the kiddie pool in for life sure. in general, like for real. For sure. I think that's also the part, like I'm okay judging someone and saying, oh, what they're doing is much better than what I'm doing. It's not even, it's based, not just... in, it's not even based in fact. Like if, if you were sick and you needed surgery, it's like, you know, we've got two doctors, this surgeon who's the best in the world at treating what you've got or this guy, average doctor, no. but great guy, loves fishing, you know, great dad to his kids. Yeah. Like, that's cool. I'm taking the best in the business exactly. for, for what I need. Yeah. And I think that's an extreme situation where people give themselves permission to judge. But on a surface level, they don't do that when it's not a necessity. But it's like, it is a necessity because right. it's your life. I think really it's easier for people to say, I don't judge and feel really good about themselves than to say, I've made the effort to get clear on my key values and wants and needs and why they're important for me and mm -hmm. why this thing fits or it doesn't. 
And I'm also okay having a fault of mine exposed if it needs to be. That's it. Yeah. That really brings it together for me is, and maybe part of the reason people have trouble making accurate judgment of people is because they're not actually clear on what they want. So they're not clear on what they want. So they're not clear on discerning um, who or what behaviors they want in their life. Yeah. It's like they have no frame in which to judge it through. But I also yeah. think before that, like, to be honest, like, if you look at the, the theory that we always gravitate towards what's easiest, it's very easy just to say, I don't judge and to ride on a high horse. Mm. Like it is more challenging to say, I actually am going to judge. And in order to do that, I'm going to have to get clear on what I want. I'm going to have to get clear on my values. I'm going to have to recognize that sometimes that judgment and me actually like analyzing things is going to expose certain things about myself that aren't great. And I'm going to have to deal mm. with that. I'm going to have to accept that. And then I'm going to have to work on that as well. Yeah. Like, that's not as easy as just saying, I don't judge. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. the big thing. So I want to kind of wrap a bow on this because I think we got a good place. Yeah. Yeah. And ask the people at home, like, first off, where are you uncomfortable to judge because you think it's wrong? Okay. And how much clear would your thinking and priorities be if you gave yourself permission to judge ideas, beliefs, and people? If you judge what they do to assess if their actions are effective or ineffective. And again, within the frame of you getting what you want out of your life. If you felt comfortable constantly assessing if these examples you see in front of you, these data points are steering people towards the right direction, the effective one for you, or the wrong one, how much more powerful would you be? And again, if you could do that without getting emotional and without needing to be mean to anyone, but you could just do that as an internal activity without having to externally project anything because of it, how much better would your life be? Like, if not, you're just throwing away a lot of valuable data that you could be collecting and growing from for the sake of PC nonsense. Yeah. So on the next episode, we're going to dive into what Alex was saying, the whole conversation, like, do you think you're better than other people and why that makes people so cringy, but why I don't think it should. So aside from that, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you have different thoughts about this, I would love to hear it. We're going to have an email in the show notes below that you can send an email or comments if it's on YouTube. but Here's what I'm going to ask. If you have thoughts on this, please share them. If you have an emotional reaction, that's not as helpful. So if you have a rational framework, you can say, this is actually, Edomar, you're wrong about this. I would love to hear it. Or if you have anything you want to add to the conversation, we would love to hear it. So again, if you have a rational thought about this, we would love to hear it. An emotional reaction, people are going to have that. That's part of the game. Okay. Till the next one. See you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. Please tell a friend if you enjoyed it and found value in it. Three last things before you go, though. If you feel like someone else with your exact skill set and abilities could be accomplishing more than you currently are, that's a mindset and emotional access issue. And here are three ways I'd love to help you conquer any internal limitations, go big, and win. One, three quick ideas Tuesday newsletter. It's a weekly email with three quick ideas around one aspect of elite performance and how to approach it differently to get better and faster results. People say it's the most thought-provoking and impactful two minutes they spend in their inbox each week. It's easy to sign up to and easy to cancel, and you can sign up at edamumryan.com slash three ideas. Two is the Emotional Fortitude Micro Course. It will help you build the emotional fortitude and confidently tackle any goal. It's the complete, nothing held back, emotional fortitude system in five simple parts. It's all under five minutes each module. See it, 
use it, and win. And it's completely free at edamarmorani.com slash course. And number three, lastly, if you want to dive in and aggressively level up, the Arena Mindset Accelerator might be for you. It's a six-week intense sprint for entrepreneurs who are up for a dramatic transformation. It's an interactive live program where you'll be working with me in a very hands-on way to get clarity on what you want, build an effective mindset to optimize for your goals, and establish elite emotional fortitude that would allow you to overcome any fear or doubt that could get in your way. You can learn more at itamarmorani.com slash accelerator. You can find all of these links in the show notes below or go to itamarmorani.com and have a look around. Until next time, who dares wins.